Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, March 20th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, House Republicans gather in Orlando as Trump dominates the political landscape once again. Number two, Representative Rosa DeLauro, the top Dem on the House Appropriations Committee, is signaling just how tough GOP budget cuts could be. And number three, inside the room, what NRCC Chair Richard Hudson told members at the GOP retreat. All right, Jake, let's get into it. You will be down in sunny Orlando uh, today as the House Republicans continue meeting uh, as part of their annual retreat. Uh, You know, they are looking to do a lot of different things. um, But once again, uh, you know, it is really former President Donald Trump who is just dominating the political landscape, this time in part, largely because uh, of a potential indictment by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office over alleged hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels during the 2016 presidential campaign. Um, Not what Republicans wanted to be talking about this week. Well, first of all, go UConn. Um, And second of all, okay, let's get to Donald Trump and House Republicans. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's no shortage of things to talk about for House Republicans, right? I mean, debt ceiling, budget, um, uh, tech regulation, just take your pick. Um, and House Republicans are having to contend with, you know, with a a, a former president, their political benefactor in many ways, uh, uh, preparing the public that he might get arrested uh, on Tuesday. Now, there is no evidence that we know of that he's going to be arrested on Tuesday. Um, he, you know, he said it, it. It's not clear that it's Tuesday or whenever, but it does seem like he's in a lot of uh, a significant amount of political peril. But it's an inopportune time. I mean, for some here's what I would say on this, though, for some Republican leaders, it is uh, some Republican leaders take joy in talking about about Trump Um I'm thinking of uh, Elise Stefanik, who who gets a who. By the way, I'll be interviewing this evening at five thirty at the retreat. So if you're there, check it out. Um, she, I think, people around her feels feel like she gets a bump when she talks about about Trump, and and the base likes it. I think Kevin McCarthy obviously doesn't have a problem with talking about Trump, but he he I think Republicans by and large get frustrated with how much they have to address. Uh, Donald Trump and, and his comings and goings. Um, certainly, so, certainly, Jake, Senate Republicans. Oh, God. Senate Republicans feel like they are uh, uh, nauseated in a way when, they, when they're when they talking about Trump and, and, and physically react. Now, uh, McCarthy has said he will use the the um, the House committees uh, uh, to investigate whether the New York prosecutor Alvin Bragg uh, is using federal funds to go after Trump. I, I don't I mean, I, I don't know what that what that means or whatever, but um, he's a local prosecutor, not a federal prosecutor. I'm sure they can find some federal funds that he has or he takes advantage of in, in doing his job. Um, but this is now going to become a, a House Republican issue because not only is it uh, the former Republican president, not only is it Donald Trump, but it's also now McCarthy vowing to use these House committees to um, to uh, uh, probe whether this indictment or potential indictment uh, is proper. 
But let's talk about, I, I mean, kind of like more broadly, right? And I think we go into this in the morning newsletter, which is this is kind of a sideshow compared to all of the other things that House Republicans are going to have to be dealing with in the coming months, right? You have the 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 feeling of several mid-sized banks, right? It's more concerned about the safety of the U.S. banking system. You have this budget resolution um, that House Republicans are going to try to pass. Uh, we've got a lot more about that. We can talk about Delora's reaction to what's happening uh, next. But, you know, GOP leaders hammering the president on his budget. They're going to have to put up uh, their own budget. And then there's the debt limit, which, you know, we are we are going quick, very quickly into the season where it is going to be the negotiations between President Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy here. The pair, the pair haven't met since February 1st, Jake. Yeah, um, this is a... Um it's not as if they have nothing to do, right? I mean, debt limit is coming up rapidly. They have to pass a budget. They have to, um, and and by the way, the budget is a big issue. Re- Republicans say they want to balance the budget. They also say they don't want to touch Medicare and Social, Secu- and Social Security. Uh, very difficult to balance the budget without touching Medicare and Social Security, to say the least. Um, so, yeah, a ton of substantive issues as they gather in Orlando to hear from people like Drew Brees, the former uh, uh, uh Super Bowl winning quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. They're hearing from Eric Hirschman and Trey Gowdy, a former Hirschman is the former advisor to Trump. Gowdy is a former House Republican who is uh, was chair of the Oversight Committee and the Benghazi Select Committee. So, yeah, a, a ton of stuff to talk about. All right, let's go to the number two story of the morning. Uh, John Bresnahan has a look at Rosa DeLauro, the top Democrat on House Appropriations, and how she is laying out new estimates from federal from federal agencies saying the House GOP plans to cut tens of billion dollars of government spending back to fiscal year 2022 levels, she says would, quote, put people at risk, including millions of seniors, veterans and low income Americans. Yeah, this is the where the rubber meets the road for House Republicans. McCarthy is part of his debt limit negotiation with Joe Biden says he wants to cut back federal spending to 2022 levels. That is a huge, huge uh, cut decrease in in a whole host of things. That is not only uh, a theoretical argument, but when you cut a hundred something billion dollars from the federal budget, things have to go. Um, and if you're not cutting, if you're not changing entitlements, and you're not um, going after the Pentagon by and large, then you are you got to cut from somewhere. And the administration, uh, with Rosa DeLauro's help, is um, trying to show what that means. And uh, this is something Republicans are going to have to wrestle with because these cuts are not, again, they're not just theoretical. This means things have to go from the federal budget, which, by the way, Anna, in the last Republican, in the last, I guess it was the last Republican majority, but in the early days of the last Republican majority, they found out pretty quickly that cutting wasn't always fun and it wasn't politically, um, it wasn't politically uh, advantageous. Uh, I remember, you know, Republicans talked a lot about cut, go, and and you cut, and all these other things back in the uh, John Boehner, Eric Cantor Man, days. Cut, go. I, I haven't yeah. thought about that in a long time. <laughs> but, you know, you cut, and we cut, and we all cut, and they quickly figured out that cutting spending is not politically popular and it's just uh uh, so anyway that's this is something republicans are going to have to contend with in the weeks ahead and democrats are going to try and hammer them in particular jake even this week right you're gonna have a bunch of cabinet secretaries testifying this week before the house and senate on 
Biden's uh, 2024 budget request, and this is surely going to come up. I think the other thing that's just really important to remember here is the fact that House Republicans, if they take a tough vote on this, it, they are taking a tough vote on this, not at, not looking to to have this go anywhere in the Senate. Right. Many of their Senate GOP colleagues will never agree to the kind of cuts that House Republicans are saying need to happen. Um, This could be a very uh, politically perilous vote for uh, House Republicans in certain seats, particularly those 18 House Republicans sitting in seats that Biden won in 2020. Um, You know, they're going to be potentially forced to back potential budget cuts that are never going to become close to being enacted. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. You've got the goods here inside the room. What NRCC chair Richard Hudson told Republicans. Yeah, that's right. So Hudson was the um, uh, was one of the speakers at the Republican retreat uh, Sunday. Um, He said a few interesting things. First of all, he presented the NRCC's list of targeted Democrats, 37 House Democrats. We have that in the news and we have it linked in the newsletter this morning. He tried to make the case that Democrats image is damaged. Um, You know, listen, I don't know whether that's true or not. Uh, He has some polling that indicates that. Great. But I'm not again, I have no I have no view whether that polling is is accurate. Democrats would argue Republicans image is damaged. And I think, you know, that's that's what makes the world go around. Um, Hudson argued made a familiar argument uh, uh, for hybrid ads, which are ads that are jointly financed by the NRCC and individual campaigns. But says but he added that, you know, individual members need to raise money to to be able to do those. So um, uh Again, this is not these are familiar arguments from the NRCC. You need to raise money. Democrats stink. Um, but uh, this is the kind of stuff that that people go to the retreat for um, to hear from in an extended sense from people like Hudson. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Just a couple of things I wanted to flag here on the event side of things. Jake and I, uh, we're announcing a new event on April 20th at 9 a.m. We are going to be interviewing the Problem Solvers Caucus co-chairs, Brian Fitzpatrick and Josh Gottheimer. Uh, Also, we have a conversation with Financial Services Committee Chair Patrick McHenry uh, on March 28th. Uh, He's obviously a man in the news. Uh, We are going to be looking forward to both of those conversations as well as one that I am doing uh, with Rosa DeLauro, uh, the top Dem on the Appropriations Committee on Thursday. You can get all of the information and details of joining us in person or streaming those conversation at our events hub at punchbowl.news. And of course, you can sign up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.